0: The following contest is scheduled for one fall! Please welcome Mr. Fretz! Welcome everybody to episode 40 of the Fretzelmania podcast. What? I said episode 40 of... Yeah, we're there. I am Mr. Fretz. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fretzelmania. That's F-R-E-T-Z-L-E-mania. This podcast can be found on Attic Radio, The Cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast across all common listening platforms. And today, we are six days away from SummerSlam 2001. The What Chants are born. The Impact players, Lance Storm and Justin Credible, go up against Edge and Christian. The Rock and Chris Jericho go up against Rhino and Booker T. Rob Van Dam versus Kurt Angle and somebody... Join the Alliance. Find out who, just a little bit. Now, folks, for the next few weeks, there might be a slight format change uh, because I have watched all the shows, all the Monday Night Raw's for August 2001. I have already watched SummerSlam. I have already put up the 20-bell salute on Patreon, which is going to be up the day after this podcast is up on the War main feed just because I want to get ahead of the game. I might be going away at the end of the month, just before Labor Day, only for like two or three nights, but it'll be just to go hang out with my family and uh, relax. So the next couple of shows, they're going to be a little bit shorter with straight up Monday Night Raw reviews. I might even try and get them All recorded in one or two sittings here in the next uh, day and a bit. but, But we'll see. This past week, the wrestling world lost beautiful Bobby Eaton. One of the best tag team wrestlers and maybe even best technical wrestlers ever. Like, you know, Bobby was one half of the Midnight Express with Dennis Condry and with Stan Lane. You know, Eaton was also a former WCW television champion. He was a former tag team wrestler with Lord Steven Regal calling himself like Sir Earl of Eaton or something like that. He took that gimmick and ran with it. The, the Blue Bloods. Just an absolute legend in in wrestling, a pioneer of tag team wrestling like midnight express versus rock and roll express is one of the best feuds in tag team wrestling history. There's been another slew of releases in the WWE. We get even more stronger rumors about punk and Brian, but I'm not going to believe it until I see it. Uh, I think he might be going live Friday night following AEW's new show Rampage because this is where everyone predicts it's gonna happen. I mean, okay, again, I'll believe it when I see it. And I'll read on Twitter that Andrew Zarian of the man podcast, he knows when and where it's happening, but he's keeping his mouth shut, which is a very wise thing to do. Because something that the wrestling world has almost lost. In the past little while, maybe in the past 10 years or so, is the element of surprise. The last time I can remember being genuinely shocked about a surprise appearance was Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam 2010 when he joined the fight against the Nexus. There's probably been some since then, maybe like The Rock at a random SmackDown or WrestleMania, but yeah. And the the one release there that just, you know, that just really got to me was Bronson Reed. I mean, this guy was hella talented. Most recently, the North American champion, like what, maybe two, three months ago, it looked like he could have been coming up the main roster. He's a big, burly, beefy guy. You know, that's Vince McMahon's forte, but, you know, I don't know, budget, something. What, yeah, I I call bullshit on the whole budget cuts thing because the WWE now is more profitable than they were in the Attitude era. So something's out there. I mean, yeah, they talent hoarded for a good couple of years and now they're kind of paying for it. I mean, Jake Atlas and oh uh, my boy, Kona Reeves k hey, murphy's favorite wrestler the finest he's also gone but yeah uh i don't know enough about shit so i'm just going to stop talking about releases now and get into my forte and that's retro pro wrestling it is monday august the 13th 2001 we are live from the all-state arena in chicago illinois the show opens with a long-winded Alliance promo. Who oh, doggie. So Steve Austin is out there in a WCW shirt with a slight alteration to his theme. If, if you've been watching along with me for the past little while, which, you know, would be cool if you did. Stone Cold's theme is slightly changing from bit to bit, like Jim Johnson can't really make up his mind how he's gonna do it. Like one week, he did a very slow, methodical, still to the tune of na 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 but it's more like da da da, just that kind of deal to to make it really stand out and to be like, hey hey, <clap> I'm a heel, I'm a heel, I'm a heel, motherfucker. Stone Cold says that under my leadership, members of the Alliance have a chance to become as famous as me. Now let's take a look see around the ring here. We got Chuck Palumbo. You will remember me. You will remember him. Sean O'Hare, who unfortunately has passed away. Chavo Guerrero, Hugh Morris, DDP, Canyon, RIP, Lance Storm, Just Incredible. Raven, Taz, yeah, uh, they have the chance to be become as big as Stone Cold. But who, 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 who do we think it's going to be? Crowd breaks out into asshole chance. And if you can get Chicago to do that, then maybe Stone Cold is being an effective heel. On SmackDown, we see a recap of Stone Cold beating down Kurt Angle, trying to pilmanize his ankle. Oh, doing it, actually. pilmanizing Kurt's ankle. And then he makes fun of Kurt Angle for being an American. Being like, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Okay. Uh, Stone Cold, last time I checked, you're an American too. So he was making fun of Kurt Angle's patriotism, which, hey... I get, and I will make fun of. I'll make fun of Canadians for doing that. (laughs) See, Tommy Dreamer is wearing an Austin 316 shirt. Mostly everyone in the Alliance here is wearing some Stone Cold merchandise. Stone Cold asks, who wants to become as famous as me? Stand up. Who wants to stand up to Kurt Angle? Who wants to beat down Kurt Angle? And everyone's just... Not saying anything, but you can hear Paul Heyman on commentary going like, Rob Van Dam, Rob Van Dam, doing the thumb point thing. He's like, RVD? Alright. You and Kurt Angle for the hardcore title? Yeah, I'm in for that. DDP and Canyon. The new WWE Tag Team Champions. Yes. Yes, congratulations. Uh, Thanks to our new member. Test. Yeah, remember a couple of weeks ago? when there was supposed to be a mole for the alliance and everyone uh, thought it was test and it wasn't. Well, this came back and bit the APA back in the ass and deservedly so. You know, test cost APA, the tag team titles here against DDP and Canyon. Meanwhile, Stone Cold is saying like, yeah, there's a few people here who uh, I need to... Have a word with Taz, Raven, Hugh Morris, none of is. have had a match. You've all been water boys and coffee boys. You want another water Stone Cold? You want another coffee Stone Cold? Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Gatorade. Gatorade. Stone Cold turns his attention to Hugh Morris. Is, your name's Hugh Morris. Is that supposed to be funny? What? Hugh Morris. What? Oh. Yeah. We are here. This is the first instance of the what chant. Twenty freaking years later. What? We're still there. By the way, if I was in the audience today at a wrestling show, I don't chant what. I mean, come on. It's, it's Stone Cold. He says to Hugh Morris, Chris Jericho kicked your ass. Step back. Raven, what about you? Uh, Saturn kicked my ass. What about you? What about Raven? You let a man who has a love affair with a mop beat your ass? Step back. And Taz. Now, you can see throughout most of this whole thing, you could tell... The tension between Taz and Stone Cold. Taz and the Alliance. And just the fact that they didn't run with this is a travesty. It's like, Taz, you let Shane McMahon get put through a table. And then Stone Cold takes off his belt and starts whipping the crap out of Taz. And it was uh, pretty uncomfortable to watch. We then see... A Chef Boyardee commercial featuring Kane. That's gotta be Kane. He's not delicious. Chef Boyardee cans, does the arm raise, Kane pyro. Boom, it flies out of the cans onto his plate. He gets the fork to try and eat it, but oh, he doesn't have a big enough mouth hole phrasing for that particular snack he's going to have to modify his mask somehow. I I wonder how and when something like that would happen. Spoiler alert, it's like a year from now. Backstage Edge and Christian are talking about their upcoming match with Justin incredible and Lance Storm, making fun of Lance Storms if I can be serious for a minute and calling Just incredible Justin Credible Justin's stupid head. Okay, and there is still a little bit of tension being teased between Edge and Christian. It's like, oh yeah, you're going to be able to make it down to the ring tonight, Christian? Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, I'll be fine, yep. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I almost forgot this trophy, I'm, I'm going to get it buffed. Tajiri versus Albert in a really good big man versus... Little man match. Uh, where Albert goes for a top rope baldo bomb, which would have been horrendous. Like he had Tajiri. He was going to grab him while he was on the top rope, turn around, and drop him with the baldo bomb. But red missed. Buzzsaw kick. Tajiri wins. Backstage, there's an interview with Kurt Angle talking about. His challenge by Rob Van Dam. Yeah, my ankle's hurting. I'm sore. But you see these? These are gold medals. And I won these gold medals with far worse than a busted up ankle. And then Hugh Morris. What? Is your name supposed to be funny? What? Yeah. He assaults Kurt Angle backstage, but Kurt Angle counters it. Into an ankle lock. And the big man is tapping out. Just incredible. And Lance Storm. Versus Edge. And Christian. The Impact players. Former ECW. Tag Team Champions. That's not just the coolest. That's not just the best. That's from Calgary. Alberta, Canada. That my friends is just incredible long-reigning tag team champions in ecw during their dying days the impact players yes this is a great back and forth match where edge gets super kicked by lance storm edge kicks out just incredible accidentally kicks lance storm Justin eats the execution and edge and Christian win after the match. Immediately Lance takes out edges knee with a chop block Walks in the Canadian maple leaf, the, the half Boston crab and Christian comes in to make a save. And I think Christian took a little bit too long here to make the save. So this is, this is building at last. Not yet. Backstage, Stone Cold this pep talking Rob Van Dam. Shawn Stasiak is getting jacked up for, for something. He's all pumped up, with uh Stone Cold Steve Austin, ness. SmackDown has a new theme, and it is no longer "Woody Woo, Woo." It's "The Beautiful People" by Marilyn Manson. Yes, which was the theme for Monday Night Raw in 1997 before they went with Thorn in Your Eye, which at this point in time is still going. It would take the Ruthless Aggression era for it to finally go to Union Underground. But man, classic. I mean, Marilyn Manson. Kurt Angle is in Commissioner Regal's office and Mr. Regal is showing concern over Kurt Angle for having a hardcore match with Rob Van Dam six days before SummerSlam. He's all banged up. You should consider taking the night off. But Kurt Angle says, no, I'm an American and we don't back down from a challenge. Then you see Sean Stasiak running full tilt into the commissioner's office and right into Regal's Decorative uh, suit of armor, like his, his knight, if you will, a knight of the round table. And this is where, folks, I'm going to be taking an ad break, so stay tuned. After these messages, there is a legendarily hilarious promo with Stephanie McMahon, Chris Jericho, The Rock, Booker T, Rhino. It's all about going to school. If you know, you know. Also, The Rock and Jericho versus Rhino and Booker T, Rob Van Dam versus Kurt Angle, and so much more. Stay tuned, folks. I'll be right back. It's 2021, y'all, and you know exactly what that means. New Year, same me. Just in case you forgot, it's your man, the one and only Mr. YLP himself, Zach your host of the YLP podcast, reminding you, yes, you, that you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. What is going on, everybody? This is King Ricky Rosé, your general manager here at Wrestle Addict Radio. And if you have some time on Thursday, each and every Thursday. I want you guys to check out my show, the Kings of the Rings podcast, where we cover all the news that has fit in the boot inside and outside of the ring from WWE to AEW all the way over to New Japan and Impact Wrestling and beyond. That's Kings of the Rings podcast each and every Thursday exclusively on Wrestle Radio. Buzz, buzz, this is the Queen B, the K. Murphy of Kings of the Rings podcast, and you are listening to Fretzelmania exclusively on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by our Patreon, patreon.com slash Wrestle Radio, the cure for the common wrestling Patreon, where you get exclusive shows not found on this Wrestle Addict radio feed. You get Fretz's Faye Five, when I'm able to do it. I got a couple in the can for the future. You get the 20 Bell Salute, my 20 year look back on pop culture and wrestling. SummerSlam 2001 is coming this week. Also, Tales of an Epic Nature with King Ricky Rosé, Mr. YLP's Light the Fuse, Really tease Wrestle Wars and 15% off of our merch on spring. Summer, folks, is almost over. So you might have to put away that Mr. YLP tank top and dig out that Fretzelmania hoodie and that King Ricky Rosé blanket. And why not a Kings of the Rings neck gaiter if y'all still have those face mask mandates. And while you're styling and profiling all of that merch, why don't you ask a friend to join our Patreon? Five bucks a month, you get all that stuff, all the links in the description of the podcast. Not only is this segment of the show brought to you by Patreon and Spring, Monday Night Raw is brought to you by Castrol GTX. Lug's and JVC, your classic Attitude Era sponsors. We have the Brothers of Destruction versus Palumbo and O'Hare of the Natural Born Thrillers, and this match is also in the Steel Cage, foreshadowing the Tag Team Titles cage match between Taker and Kane and DDP and Canyon. Excuse me. And this is a reminder, folks, to hydrate yourselves. Get your adequate amount of H2O in ya, especially with this heat. It is hot as balls outside. Look after yourselves, and don't forget to treat yourself once in a while. And this tag team match, the Brothers of Destruction just absolutely obliterate the former WCW tag champs here. Sean eats a Chokeslam, Palumbo blades. He's ran into the steel cage here. DDP and Canyon are watching on the ramp, getting a little bit of a sneak preview of what they're going to get the following Sunday at SummerSlam. Chuck Palumbo eats a last ride, and then DDP begins chasing Sarah, who starts to climb the cage. DDP tries to climb after her, but Undertaker meets... Her at the top rope, following uh, consecutive choke slams and power bombs on the two power plant lads. Next up is one of the funniest segments I've seen on Raw in a long time. Stephanie McMahon is coming to the ring with Rhino, hyping him up, talking about how. Chris Jericho has not beat him yet. How Rhino gored Chris Jericho through the old SmackDown set because the new one is coming. And yes, yes, folks, that means it is the debut of the SmackDown Fist this coming week. Get in. Out comes Chris Jericho. He has all, all of the jokes or Stephanie McMahon. It says, at SummerSlam, I'm going to take care of that smelly, greasy animal. And I'm going to get you too, Rhino. He says that ex- that Stephanie is an expert in getting the job done. She's grown a lot in the past year. Let's take a look at the difference between this time last year and just last week. She has grown in two particular places. Yes, uh it is quite obvious that Stephanie McMahon has augmented her breasts. And it says, hey, let the bodies hit the floor. How about let the boobies hit the floor? Let's go to dinner. There's a a Hooters just down the street. And it's just on fire against uh, Stephanie McMahon here, saying that a SummerSlam is a... Hot August night with a paying customer. Oh boy. Booker T comes out here saying that uh you don't disrespect Stephanie. I'ma take you to school. And the rock comes out saying, like, yeah, you in school. You're the old you're the oldest 27-year-old senior your high school has ever seen. I can imagine what it's like with Booker T. At school, little bus pulls up to your house. Meet me, meet me. Okay, class, what's two plus two? Do you know, Booker? Yeah, I know. Thomas Jefferson, sucker. <laughs> oh, that almost killed me. And uh, Booker T. Hair by Whoopi. And Shane is still a pussy. Oh, okay, you're doing poetry with The Rock. Okay, we like this. Chris Jericho's like, we have the man beast and the hose beast. The gore and the whore. (laughs) Jeez, just on fire. And then The Rock's like, okay, The Rock's got one better for you here. Booker T and Shane, the punk ass sucker and the silver spoon motherfucker. And they have a tag team match. Thanks, Stephanie. You're the best. I mean, best. Just. I was rolling on the floor laughing, watching this at 17. And I was blowing out a lung laughing at this at 37. Fantastic. And we have uh, Hurricane Helms is backstage. You're starting to see a glimpse of the hurricane here. He talks about the Green Lantern, why he's his superhero, why Hurricane has a Green Lantern tattoo. You see the wheel starting to turn here just a little bit. Test versus Spike Dudley. This is a very, very short match that Test wins with a big boot and you see a big sign in the crowd that just popped me huge. Homer Simpson, local boob. Fantastic Simpsons reference here. Test then powerbombs Spike Dudley a few times. Molly comes in with the slap, and before Test can do anything to Molly Holly, the APA make the save. The Dudley boys come out even the odds there and this is your six person match for SummerSlam backstage the hurricane spills Kurt Angle's milk nobody spills my milk and Kurt Angle just snaps he goes apoplectic and it's dead he leaves the hurricane for dead and I'm laughing at this too this is funny Rob Van Dam versus Kurt Angle for the Hardcore Championship. We see just a glimpse of the red, white, and blue machine, the extreme red, white, and blue machine, like the ECW Kurt Angle. We would get uh, five years after this. We have Angle drop kicking into a corner chair. We see the Rolling Thunder while Kurt is in the corner. We see Kurt Angle with a nice clothesline. Dreamer and Mike, I think it was Mike Awesome, come out to try to even the odds here. Jeff Hardy comes in amongst the chaos. Angle Slam, Jeff Hardy with the Swanton, and Jeff Hardy beats RVD for the Hardcore Championship. And then uh, Staciak tries to do something here and just, you know, it backfires on him. Because he's from another planet. Yeah, Jeff Hardy winning the Hardcore Championship here ahead of SummerSlam, ahead of their very good yet kinda botchy ladder match on the show. It's uh, it's quite quite the match. And in the main event, we have The Rock and Chris Jericho versus Rhino and Booker T. This is your standard main event tag team match with a ref bump. A people's elbow denied by Booker. A walls of Jericho with a tap and no ref. Shane McMahon then plows the ref- the second referee who tries to get in this match. Stephanie McMahon gets locked in the walls of Jericho. And then Booker comes in with the low blow. Rhino with the gore. And they win. After this, The Rock beats Shane McMahon and Little Nate Charles Robinson, and Rhino. There's a gore, there's a bookend, there's a chair, there's a schmoz, there is just a bunch of ridiculousness. Leading up to SummerSlam, what do I remember from this night? Booker T getting taken to school. The gore and the whore. What did I forget? I forgot about Stone Cold firing up Everyone in the Alliance. And I forgot that it was in these things that the What Chant was born. I know it was with Bill DeMott, Hugh Morris in particular, but it just totally left my mind. And what would I change on this night? Maybe Steve lights a fire under a couple of more people because there are some folks that were around this ring who for the Alliance weren't doing a damn thing. And one of them in particular was Chavo Guerrero. What if he lit a fire under Chavo? What if he lit a fire under, you know, not Latino heat, but you know, Chavito and he got him going and maybe Chavito would go for the cruiserweight or light heavyweight title and bring something else to the Alliance that has been it for this edition of Fretzelmania. to give you a sneak preview of next week's show folks it takes place the night after SummerSlam that'll be August 20th I'm probably gonna record it immediately after doing this one and then the next one and they have all my August shows in the can because summer is the busy season for me. And I just want to have a little bit more time to, to relax. So that has been it for this edition of Fretzelmania, folks. Please listen to all of us on Russell Addict Radio, the Kings of the Rings, the Young Lions Perspective, and the Delight Show, which has been going live on Twitch the last couple of weeks. Uh, Mance went live on Saturday night. For this edition, this week's edition of The Delight Show. I think Mansell will be going live after AEW's Rampage. Is, is that this week? I believe that is this week because, well, we might be seeing a certain debut and a long-awaited return in wrestling. So if it's CM Punk, then you're in for a show. So, thanks again folks. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Keep your stick on the ice.